This is Sunset, Sunset Station, Station, and you're listening to KU, KU Radio. Radio. Awesome. Perfect. <laughs> that teamwork. Pretty good. All right. From the University of Utah, you're listening to Local for Locals, a KU Radio production where we talk with local musicians, emerging artists, and underground visionaries about new music, upcoming shows, and getting to know the people behind the local music scene right here in Salt Lake City. I'm your co-host, Lainey. And I'm Connor. And we're back with another episode of Local for Locals. Today in the studio, we have a new desert indie band, Sunset Station. Thank you for being here, you guys. How are y'all doing? Doing yeah. really good. Yeah. Perfect. And we're just going to start off with a little introduction. What are all your, what are your names? What do you play in the band? Okay. I'm Jean Castro. I play uh, guitar and sing. And uh, yeah. <laughs> My name is Riley Day. I'm the drummer. And I also help uh, mix and stuff, produce and stuff, and write some of the songs. Awesome. And you guys have some other band members. Do you yeah. just want to like introduce yeah, them? Yeah, we as can well? introduce them. Perfect. Uh, so we have uh, uh, Lauren Kirkland. She's our keyboard player. And we have Kenny Vargas playing lead guitar and Andy Glass playing bass. Awesome. All right. And uh, you guys being from Florida, what led you guys to Utah? Well, I I'm from Florida, uh, oh, okay. just me. Uh, oh. So it started out as a solo project, like, you know, just in my bedroom. And then uh, I came to visit Utah, and I was wanting to leave Florida for, like, a while. So then I came to visit Salt Lake City, and I just kind of fell in love with it. And uh, two months after that, I, I moved. Awesome. What what about Utah drew you in? Uh, I think just the mountains. Like, I've I've always loved the mountains, and I don't like the beach. So. <laughs> you still went down to a couple of the parks, too, right? When yeah, you yeah, I went to the, to the parks. I loved it. I love the desert, so being close to that, you know, and the mountains, like, it's it was, like, the perfect place for me. There's not a lot of desert in South Florida. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, everyone else is from Utah, so I, I met them here. Cool, and how did you guys meet? Um, most of them through band mix, <laughs> uh, which is, like, a LinkedIn for musicians. And I just kind of, when I moved here, you know, I already had, like, some songs released. And then um, I was just looking for band members. And then I uh, kind of gave up for a little bit because, like, nobody was replying to me. And uh, Lauren, our keyboard player, she was the first person to, like, get back to me. And she was like, oh, do you want to, like, get together, work on something? And then I was like, yeah, sure. So she showed up to our house with her kid. <laughs> or to my house with her kid. And, you know, he's, like, just, like, running around. And we're, like, trying to, like, do music <laughs> and stuff. And it, it was, like, super funny. And then, like, you know, we, we made plans to, like, do more stuff. But, you know, I just kind of got lazy because I was like, ah, this band's not going to work out. I should try something else. And then uh, she was like, hey, so, like, is this happening or what? And I was like, okay. So then, you know, I just kind of, you know, got everything started and ch just found people on band mix. It was, pretty, it was pretty quick after he found Lauren that everyone else kind of started filing in. I mean, after she hit you up that second time, I think that's when Andy kind of yeah. started hitting you back as well. And yeah. then, uh, I joined the band about, what was it, like a few weeks after that? Yeah, pretty much. So um, when I joined, uh, I was in between places at the time. I was couch surfing. So Jean drove all the way up to North Ogden to my parents' house where we could set up in the basement and have the audition down there. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was, uh, it, it was a good time. I mean... I was pretty shy, and I think you were kind of shy, too. <laughs> so then, I, like, the whole time I was like, because, like, finding drummers, especially good drummers, is, like, the hardest thing, like, in any band. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, man, like, I'm going to mess up. Like, she's not going to want to work with us. <laughs> so true. Yeah, finding drummers is really the struggle of our time. And, and bass players. Everyone plays guitar. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Everyone thinks they're really good at guitar. <laughs> Yeah, were there any previous projects? Because you had said that you like 
kind of started doing music, did you release anything or work on anything on your own, or did you just move on straight to? Uh, so before Sunset Station, I had a band in Florida called uh, The Polaroid Notebook. Oh, cool. And really that good. was more you like check them out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a pretty good time. I mean, uh, Polaroid Notebook was like a. Like very special at the time, it was like very, it was like emo, like shoegazy emo, and like it's funny because like even in the stuff I'm writing now, which is more like indie pop or indie rock, I like still take a lot of influences from, you know that. So, but yeah, that's what I did, and I released, and then after that, the band broke up um, after the pandemic, and uh, so then, uh, you know, other breakups happened, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, you know what, Sunset Station, that's the. That's the new band. And I just started writing music more in like that dream pop indie rock style. That's awesome. Um, what are your biggest influences on your music? Um, you wanna, I guess, lead that? Yeah, sure. Uh, I feel like, so I didn't really uh, help Jean with some of the songwriting until we did uh, our most recent single, Melanie. Um, but we kind of, each, each member of the band kind of comes and brings their own unique style, right? You know, Andy Glass has a little bit more of a, like a metal hardcore background. So she kind of brought a little bit more of like a heavier bass sound to us, which like I think kind of helps our rhythm section sound a little bit more solid. Uh, I actually studied here at the U. Uh, I was a jazz composition major. Yeah, go Utes. Um, <laughs> no, so uh, being uh, all into jazz and everything after I got out of school, um, seemed like the natural course for me was kind of pursuing like funk soul r&b hip-hop that kind of stuff is is really what kind of pulled me in um and so that's kind of like what i brought and then you know jean's got more of that kind of emo-y shoegaze influence yeah. I'll, I'll let him more, talk more about that yeah yeah i'm like definitely influenced by like uh i don't know one of my favorite bands is american football and then you know they pretty much like is what single-handedly inspired me to do like two lead guitars that are both like doing like twinkle leads and stuff. So it's like, I just love stuff like that, that you can make, you know, just two lead guitars sound so pretty, you know, at the same time. So I've always just incorporated that regardless. Um, and then, I don't know, like 1975, they were oh, like yeah. a game-changing like band for me. Like We like bonded over the 1975. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like their first three albums are really good and like just like they kept pushing like the boundaries of like their own music and I mean some of it you know it's all right but you know they, they do have a lot of good stuff <laughs> it was always artistic yeah you never say the 1975 wasn't artistic yeah. like, the way that they made their albums definitely yeah so do you want to talk about the process a little bit of making uh your singles and maybe your favorite part of that process and kind of maybe the just the production pipeline yeah I mean uh so like Melanie was our true like song that we kind of brought together as a band I mean, the other stuff, uh, like all the singles previously to, to that, you know, that was something that we had somewhat worked on together, but it was like, uh, it was like all home produced. And then Melanie was kind of like, hey guys, I have this idea, you know, let's kind of work on it a little bit. So, I mean, I went to Riley's place so many times and, you know, we worked on chords and worked on, you know, stuff like that. And then uh, she's the one who wrote the guitar leads for that, which are pretty, really good. <laughs> And uh, so I, I don't know. It's uh, and now we're kind of like we're kind of moving in a different direction from that single. Um, we thought we were going into like you know an indie funk direction, and then we kind of like took a step back, and now we're going into like a new wave, kind of like '80s inspired more. So we don't have any of that released, but I mean we're, we're working on it right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're doing later. We're gonna go back into the studio. Awesome. That's awesome. But yeah, yeah I mean little... we just sit down. Oh, sorry. Oh, got any little teasers? Uh, I mean. <laughs> 
You can play a little snippet, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Or we, I mean, we can send it to you guys, too. What, what do you want to yeah. send? Do we do... The new, new one, or, like, future? I could do... Uh, do you want to do feel bad, or do you want to do future? I think future's better. <laughs> this is going to be the first song uh, on our next EP album. Hopefully coming out oh, next awesome. spring. Awesome. It, it's pretty... It's, like, a very rough... Uh, it's like a demo. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of the, the direction we're going into is like, uh, I don't know, I like, I'd start listening, I've always listened to The Cure, but I started like listening to like oh, their yeah. like, like more like obscure stuff. And like, I just love the sounds of their guitars. And then that's kind of like what I've just been like doing at every show, just mm. maximum chorus on my guitar, maximum reverb. So. so is that that old school like psychedelic rock sound? I think we mm-hmm. both kind of like found a love in that. Cause I mean, like I, I started listening to more of that kind of like classic psychedelic funk sound. You know, when they started experimenting more with, uh, you know, instrumentation and synthesizers and effects on the guitars and the bass and everything too, which was you know like not very typical from what you'd say like pop radio funk of like Earth, Wind & Fire back in the 70s. Yeah. And so being able to layer all these things on top of each other, create these really cool soundscapes that just kind of take you somewhere else. I mean, I feel like we both take a lot of personal inspiration from like some of the landscapes around Utah. I mean, like going into the desert, the kind of awe that you get just from looking at everything and seeing the way mm-hmm. that everything connects to each other and is layered with one another. I feel like you can kind of do the same thing with music. and. That's where we kind of pulled our idea of like desert indie, you know, like how can we kind of create these beautiful soundscapes that kind of match our beautiful landscape that we live in. Nice, yeah, it's really transcendent. Really, like takes you to the desert. Yeah, and, like <laughs> see the heat <laughs> waves around yeah. you. I like yeah. it a lot. Good. We there. So you were saying that Melanie was like your first song where you all were like coinciding. Do you all contribute to the songwriting process, or is there really just like one who kind of leads on that? Typically, it's us two. Uh, But for Melody, and usually for the other songs too, like after Jean and I kind of come up with like a base concept for, I would say, the majority of the structure of the song, we'll let each of the members kind of take their own personal liberties with their own parts. You know, Mm -hmm. we might come up with an idea or a suggestion, but ultimately, say, if we write a lead guitar part and then we take it to Kenny, our lead guitar player, you know, if he takes that and then kind of makes it his own and kind of gives it his own flair, then that's what we're going to keep in the final track. And that's what we want. You know, I... I don't want to just be, like, I don't want you guys, or I don't want the band to be, like, a bunch of yes men, you know, just saying, oh, yeah, you know, I'll do that. You know, sometimes we'll make suggestions, and if they can work on it, you know, and, like, build it on their own. Like, our live set is, like, really different from, like, the recorded stuff because, like, our live set is a true, like, testament to, like, everyone's, like, um, what's it called? Uh, 
influences into the music. I mean, yeah. like Lauren's keyboards that she added to the Gardener are phenomenal. Uh, Andy's bass part for Windows, which you know, it just all adds you know so much. And I, I wish we could just re-record all that stuff, you know, with the full band. Yeah. But do some live sessions. Yeah, uh, live sessions would be awesome, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of write a part for Kenny, maybe, and then he Kenifies it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. pretty yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's cool to hear. Energy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After we can, you know, practice it at our rehearsal space, um, that's when we'll kind of take it back and record it in either his bedroom or my bedroom, where we have all the studio space set up, and kind of go from there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the next the next stuff, we're just planning to, like, because Melanie and the song we were going to release, uh, <laughs> I don't know if we will, called Hepburn, uh, we went to a studio, recorded it. You know, we weren't super happy with the process, you know, because uh, I feel like you take, like, a lot of your liberties are somewhat taken away uh, when you have someone else leading the session. So we just kind of pretty much decided, hey, like, we want to, like, do the recording ourselves and all the production. So yeah. we'll see how that comes out. I mean, it's come out good so far. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> good. I was, like, awesome. thinking, you know, you can always put more care into your own work than anyone else ever would. Yeah. And it also makes it feel a lot more like a passion project, which is kind of what we're going for as well. I mean, like a lot of the best indie bands that have come out of Utah, they're all self-produced, self-made, and making their own way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and looking at your Instagram, it looks like you guys perform a lot for like live audiences. Has there been a favorite place that you've played at recently? I, I gotta say, like Quarters was definitely like coming up there for me as a favorite, but I mean, Kilby Court's always you know, a Kill solid. special. I gotta say, Quarters DLC has an excellent sound guy. You know, shout out to Jacob. Yeah. He's, he's really great. <laughs> um, Kilby Court always holds a special place in my heart. I mean, I was, I was playing shows at Kilby back when I was like 16 years old. You know, like it's, <laughs> it's just such a cool local venue. Yeah. Um, but it's always nice when you have like a good crew of people that you're working with on stage that can help you sound a little bit better. Also, the venues here in Utah, like, compared to Florida, like, they're so much better. Like, oh, yeah. you know, they're cleaner. They're, like, more of a safe space. I mean, sometimes you go to venues in Florida, you know, as a, like, you know, small local band. You know, they're kind of kind of rough. <laughs> yeah. You never know, like, what's going to happen because there's always, like, crazy people. And I mean, that's just Florida in general. <laughs> that is so yeah. true. No, you don't want Florida man showing up to your, uh, your new gig, right? Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> Yeah, no. since you do bring up quarters, it it also I also saw that you guys played for Honey Days. Yeah, How was that? For oh, that you was guys? amazing. It, it was amazing. Yeah, I mean, it it was I don't know when they like when we got accepted into it a few months ago. I was like, wow, this is amazing because like I know how how much last year's event was good. So then uh, you know when we got selected, it was super exciting and we got to play with some you know really talented bands too. Yeah. So it, it was it was a fun time. I mean, a lot of people showed up, had fun, and. The, my favorite part of any show is like you know talking to people afterwards especially people who haven't like heard us before you know and they just like they seem to like really connect with it and that like it just makes it worth it you know because like that's why we're doing this you know yeah. I mean some I'm doing it also for myself and the band but you know also to connect with people you know it's like I think that's the ultimate goal here of music it's like it's a beautiful art form I feel like it's not fully appreciated until it's shared by somebody else you know everyone else is ears are all new to us and like 
seeing how the emotion that we feel when we're writing a song or putting a song together can be felt with us on stage as well as the people in the crowd, especially when it seems like they're having a pretty good time with yeah. it too. It's, it's really gratifying. Like uh, at, the, at the Honey Dave's show, like I forgot to bring a bottle of water on stage <laughs> oh. with me. And then like, especially like on some of the tracks, like especially when the crowd is like definitely feeling it, I start letting go a little more and I mm -hmm. do a little like kind of screaming. <laughs> 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 especially on like, you know, especially like the first song, Future Memories, and then definitely in like Step In Your Skin. Um, so then, like before we started stepping your skin, I was like, I was like, guys, I'm so thirsty. Does anybody have like a glass of water next to them? And these two guys ran to the bar, and they're like, can we get you know bottles of water for the band? They need it asap. <laughs> and then they just came like carrying it, and they just it dropped like it all. Seven water bottles. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Those, those guys were really cool. And then afterwards, they you know they just came up to talk to us, and it was like really nice guys. Yeah. They, they came in clutch with that water. <laughs> they really did. Nice. That's good to hear. And uh, is it has it been kind of an adjustment to to get up here from sea level? I mean, I was at the Goo Goo Dolls concert uh, recently, and uh -huh. he kept breathing into this oxygen <laughs> tank, and he, he's like, guys, really? I cannot breathe. Wow. So I'm wondering if you've had any similar experiences. Uh, definitely in the beginning. Uh, now I'm pretty pretty used to it. Um, but, I mean, sometimes, you know, like, I, I definitely feel it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like sometimes I definitely feel it. I've been living here, like, pretty much my whole life. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I'm walking on campus, I'm just like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how, how much they feel in Denver, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, where do you guys see the band in the next six months? You got any, uh, you know, aspirations for concerts or uh, any kind of production goals? Yeah, I mean, we want to release the new EP um, by then. We kind of want to, like, set up a tour, a little, like, weekender tour with when we release that EP. Hopefully go down to like California and like do a few dates. Um, we were planning that for October, but just didn't work out with uh, our you know goals and stuff or like our deadlines. Yeah. So, but that's fine. I mean, we can push it back. Just do more local shows and focus on that, and then you know give more time for us to like finish the EP with care. I feel like things are not quite as busy in the winter season, so yeah. it's definitely going to give us a lot more time for the whole band to like meet together and get the rest of the recordings done and it'll also give us a lot more time to mix things and master them and get them all finished. Awesome. Yeah, that's great to hear. Super cool. All right, and then before we wrap things up, is there anything else you'd like to mention? Anything you want to leave your listeners with? Mm. Thanks for listening. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's what keeps us doing what we do. It's what makes it fun for everybody. I mean, I always feel so lucky being able to be part of this awesome group with incredible musicians and being able to share music with the world. It's it's, it's really cool. So yeah. thank you. Yeah, uh, I mean September thirtieth. I'm not sure when this is going to be released, but September September thirtieth is our next show at Quarters. Um, we're going to be playing with Corsicana. They're a band from Denver uh, touring. So that's awesome. That'll be fun. And yeah, I mean for the listeners, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for having us too. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, this is uh, super cool and uh, just. Being able to do this, you know, it's 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 such an honor, you know, to just be able to share music, especially with the band members, because, uh, you know, this is finally the first band that I feel like, you know, everybody is, like, just perfect, you know? Like, you know, just perfect people, you know? I mean, yeah, we have flaws, you know, each of us. Well, I'm not speaking of, on them, but, like, everybody has <laughs> flaws. But, like, this is, like, the best band I've ever, like, been a part of. 
So it's it's really special. We all feel that way. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Yeah, we captured lightning in the bottle, so we'll uh, see how far we can take it. Yeah. All right. Well, definitely go check out Sunset Station on all platforms and definitely pull up to one of their shows coming up. Yeah. Um, and it looks like that's all the time we have in the studio for today. Thanks for coming, you guys. Yeah, Thanks thank you guys us. so much. Of course. Today we got a great behind-the-scenes look at Sunset Station, and we can't wait to see where they take their music in the coming months. Be sure to check out Sunset Station's Instagram at Sunset Station Band, and be sure to listen to their new single, Melanie, on Spotify. Thank you for tuning in to Local for Locals with KU Radio, and be sure to keep an eye out for the next episode. Go Utes!